stories, a couple of little stories, and then I'm going to get into a word. This is from a Spurgeon. He says, if you're willing to be nothing, God will make you something. <laughs> the way to the top of the ladder is to begin at the lowest round. In fact, in the church of God, the way up is to go down. But he that is ambitious to be at the top will find himself before long at the bottom. Uh, let's see. My next little story is, I've said it before, most recently, there was a young man who was a candidate for the ministry. He was about to preach his very first sermon. As he went up to preach, he, he knew he was well prepared and he had confidence in his abilities. Before he started to preach, the veteran pastor who saw him approach the pulpit with an attitude of pride just shook his head. The young man preached his first sermon and he failed miserably. He left the pulpit in humility after such a failure. The young preacher asked the veteran preacher, What happened? I was so confident and prepared. The veteran pastor said, If you had gone up the way you came down, you would have come down the way you went up. What are we talking about here? Huh? Pride. Pride. If you had gone up the way you came down, you would have come down the way you went up. You know, excited and, 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 uh, you know, just, uh, but we're talking about pride. All right. Uh, let's go to Luke 14. Luke 14. Because if there's one thing that's going to hinder your walk, your growth, your desire to, to read the Bible, Pride is a big factor. Luke 14, verse 8. Now, let's, let's go to verse 1. I'm going to read it. Verse 1, 14, 1. One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of them was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisees and experts in the law, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained, they remained silent, so taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him away. Then he asked, If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had nothing to say. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor. For a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, Give this person your seat. 
Then humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he will say to you, Friend, move up to a better place. Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will, will be exalted. You know, I, I, I see that like a conference, you know, people go to the front, you know, and, and you're sitting there ready to hear a pre, the preacher, the guest speaker, and then someone taps on the shoulder and says, you know, can you move back here because, you know, there's more important guests than you. Wow. Wow. You thought you were going to go sit in the front and then you get embarrassed because, you know. When we get into church and we begin to learn church and stuff, it's very easy to get ahead of ourselves and then be humbled, right? Humility is demonstrated by submission. It's the ability to cheerfully Put away your own agenda, plans, or desires for God's desires. It's the ability to cheerfully put away your own agenda, plans, or desires for God's. These are marks of humility. The willingness to do the lowest and littlest service for Jesus. Knowing your own ability to do anything apart from God. Knowing your own ability to do anything apart from God. The willingness to be ignored of men. And it's not so much self-hating, but self-forgetfulness. You get that? It's not about God hate yourself. You know, God can't even be happy or proud of who I am or what. No, it's get yourself out of the picture. You know, serve others. Be be uh be humble. You know, don't put yourself up there. Being other centered instead of self centered. God resists the proud. Resist is to refrain from doing or having. That's deep right there. God resists the proud. To resist is to refrain from doing or having. That That's like God not having you. No. God resists the proud. Uh, let's go to First Peter five, First Peter five five and six. In the same way, you who are younger submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, 
that he may lift you up in due time. Pride demands that God bless me in light of how I'm acting. Pride demands that God bless me in light of how I've been behaving or or acting. You know, that's pride. And remember, pride is what got kicked, what what got Satan kicked out of heaven, because he wanted to be somewhat big. He he wanted the glory. You know, pride is one of the most detestable of sins. Let's go to Ephesians. Ephesians four. Pride will stunt our growth in Christ. Four two. The Bible says, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient. Bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. See, pride is trying to show that you are humble. Then wondering if others are admiring your lowliness. I'm going to go and serve pastor, you know, I hope everyone's watching, or they come up with their, with their, uh, pennies, and this is all I got, he can clean, oh, I'm so lonely, Ruben's just, right, he just put his last pennies in. pride is trying to show that you are humble, then wondering if others are admiring, when we do something, we should be wondering if people saw us, that's pride. That's pride. Alright? Pride is thinking you got this and you know you don't. Humility is knowing you don't and trying to do your best to please God. That's humility. Humility is knowing you don't got this and trying to do your best to please God. You know? Putting God first in everything, knowing I mean that that's that's humbleness to to cry out to God and say, Man, I need your help, man. That's humbleness. That takes a humbleness to to really plead to the Lord, help me, you know. God turned it around, God turned it around. Such a good song. <sighs> Loneliness, the word loneliness means that we can be happy and content when we are not in control or steering things our way. Loneliness. Long-suffering is the spirit that has the power to take revenge, but doesn't. Long-suffering. It is the characteristic of a forgiving and generous heart. Right? Long suffering. Um, in English, patience. Patient. You know, the, our, our Bible says, I, I, be completely humble and gentle, be patient. And um, the King James Version says it, uh, long suffering, um, loneliness and long suffering. So, those two words are, are, you know, they mean 
a lot different than than this patient, you know. Bearing with one another, uh, I think our first scripture or, or second scripture said something about one another also, you know. In other words, when we're humble, we look out for the interests of others, not ourselves. That's humble, you know, because pride is looking after after myself. You know, how am I going to look? How what am I going to get out of this? You know, but hum being humble is looking for the interests of others. You know, you know, be trying to bless others. You don't care where you are, what it's costing you, or your time, or your energy, or what you're you you you're out to help others. That's humble. Being humble is bearing with one another in love, it says. I make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. Let me say that again. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. Isn't that... He says to keep because when we become Christians, we became brothers and sisters. The unity is there. But we need to keep it. What drives the unity away? Pride. Pride. Because it's no longer unity. It's... What am I getting out of this? How am I looking? It's no, you know, you're not keeping the peace of unity no more. He says, make every effort to keep the unity of spirit. Because the unity is there when we're born again. We follow the way. But because of pride, jealousy, and selfish ambition, we in church begin to judge, criticize, figure point, name calling, murmuring and complain. Murmuring and complain. What is murmuring? Murmuring is talking under your tongue. Yeah, pastor. Yeah, you know that's you know you're murmuring, you know, and you're murmuring to others. So everyone sort of chimes in, murmuring and complaining. That's what happens when when we're not keeping the peace, the the unity of spirit. When we start looking for ourselves, looking out for ourselves, it's natural to to start. You know, well, you know, well, they're not as spiritual as I am. You know, well, they, well, they don't help. At least I'm doing this. Pride, pride's a killer, man. You know that's why God hates pride. Psalm ten four. In his pride, the wicked man does not seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. In his pride, the wicked man doesn't seek him. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. That's why. God says, I hate pride. I know he gives in, in the Proverbs or Psalms the seven detestable things that God hates. And then, but pride is the one that he's seeking with God and says, I hate pride. He says, because prideful makes you feel you don't need God. When we have people fly or to come visit our church and stuff, but I don't need this. You know, you, you know, you, you guys needed it. You know, pride keeps those guys out because what's my 
What what my homie gonna think of me? Do you really think they think of you? Pride. Pride, yeah. It's pride that will stop us from coming to God. I mean even even in church, if we have pride, we won't run to God. We'll we'll try to do it our way. We'll we'll it, it's a it's a stopper to God, you know. It gets in the way. Pride gets in the way, man. Let's go to Romans. Book of Romans. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. To everyone among you, he says, I say to every one of you, you know, he knew, he knew his crowd, he knew who he was talking to, and we need to know that spiritual giftedness does not equal spiritual maturity. See, I believe Paul, Paul said to every one of you, because some, some of the crowd thought they were a big prayer warrior, or, or some, some, you know, and in church, we can learn something, or we might be gifted in, in, in an area, and, and, and we can get prideful about that. We can get prideful about it. Pastor asks you to give a little something, you know, give a little, uh, enlightenment on, on this scripture, and, you know, a brother comes up and gives this little word, and, <laughs> thinks he can preach the word now and you know settle down you know and pride can, can creep in on, on us like that I know that it's very easily you know and, and spiritual maturity takes time so don't think of yourself so highly as you ought think with sober judgment the bible said you know, many, many might learn how to pray Many might be able to teach or to lead, but can they teach the Bible? When we see and truly know and accept who we really are, we can't be prideful. Let me say that again. When we see and truly know and accept who we really are, we can't be prideful. I'm a wretched man. I was, I was uh, dirty and, and no good. I'm so thankful for my new life God has given me. I know what I am without Christ. I can't be prideful, man. I, I know and I accept what I am without Christ. Even now, even now, as a pastor, my, my mind can fall off somewhere and I and I and I come back like man all I did was spend a half hour away from God and thinking about God and man got down dirty or something you know and man this flesh can take you for a ride man you know <clears throat> I know if I don't have some Christian music on, if I, don't, if I don't have my Bible in my car and I don't see it or something to keep me lined up with God, I can... 
if we're not thinking about God all day or have Him somewhere in our day, we we can get away from God. And especially if we if we think we're somebody, you know, I gotta know that I'm not perfect. You know, I don't pray enough. That I have struggles. That I don't know the Bible like like I should. That I have grudges. That I'm not surrendered. Come on, somebody. We have to take a real good look at ourselves and keep ourselves humble. Humble. That's the only way. That's what God's going to lift up is humble. Is a humble man. I, I've, I've told you when I was getting ordained, I got alone in the room and I told God, Man, God, I'm about to give my life to you. I just pray that you make me effective as I go into this, right, and into this next war that I'm choosing to go into. Just make me effective, Lord. You know, that was that was my that was my my plea to Him. You know, I'm, and that's humble. When you can cry out to God and you and you feel the tears, you feel the choke, the 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 violent chest, you know, your chest throbbing, you know, how much I love him, you know, like man, you know, that 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 that's and I believe he blessed me with that, you know. Let's go to Philippians two three in closing here. Let's go to Philippians two. Let's go to verse one. 2.1 Therefore, if any of you have encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, Rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Humbleness. How can I bless Brother Richard and Sister Candace? How can, you know, I mean, looking to the interests of others. You know, Sister Christie lost a family member. How can I bless Sister Christie? The, the first church, they sold property and, and shared the money between everybody. And that church grew by the thousand, it said. Don't do anything to have others see you as something you're not. Vain conceit is, look at me, look what I have. Vain conceit. Do nothing to have others look at you. At what you have, or what you, what you are, selfish ambition. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. That's humbleness. Knowing someone needs some help, you know, getting out of your way and going to help them. Just getting out of our way, <laughs> you know, getting out of our way and and, and doing, doing, doing what will bless others. Amen. That's that's going to keep the unity of the spirit, because the unity was there when we all joined in Pirate Community Church. But to keep make every effort to keep the unity, not to lift yourself up. You know, 
look to lift Jesus up by being, you know, I always, I was always tell you about that, the, the restrooms, my restroom story. Like, my gosh, man, come on, pastor. Man, they, they should be cleaning these restrooms. <laughs> He's all right. So, who are you doing it for, even? You know? Are, are you, are you doing it for people to see or are you doing it for Jesus? Man, <laughs> why you have to put it like that? <laughs> you know? All right, give me that, give me that mop. But that, you know what I mean? I'm that, that's big, that's big to, to humble yourself and serve. You're not serving us, you're serving God. You know, unfortunately, if you're serving God, you're going to serve his representatives. But we can't look at ourselves, what, what, what we're setting aside, you know. Let's just serve out of our heart. Amen? I mean, I, I, you know, I just, I just wanted to throw this out there because it can, it can stumble us up. It can really stumble us up. You see, like I say, you start pointing fingers, you start talking about someone, you start judging someone, and now there's a little hate going on, a little grudge, a little quietness between each other. No, man. Pride's got to go. 